This Fab FM podcast is proudly brought to you by Bendigo Bank, Port Douglas and Mossman. Offering a full range of competitive banking products and technology you'd expect from a big bank with the personal service and care you'd expect from us. Drop into your nearest branch at Port Village Shopping Centre or Front Street Mossman. Bendigo Bank, the better big bank. Well, I've just received a media release from the Australian Digital Health Agency, which is part, of course, the Australian government, and it's headlined how to find your immunisation information. And as I read down here, it may as well be hieroglyphics because I'm not a medical person. Luckily, I have somebody who, on behalf of the Australian Digital Health Agency, is going to have a chat to us about it. And how can you get your immunisation information? Dr Andrew Rochford joins me now. Hello, Andrew. Hello, good morning. Thank you for having me. Yes, indeed. And I just said I'm not a medical person, but you are. How do you get your immunisation information and why is it important that you do? Yeah, so for a long time, so the Australian Immunisation Register is where a lot of the immunisation information is going in, including uh, if you get your COVID-19 vaccine. And when that information is then automatically uploaded to your My Health Record. Now, the My Health Record is your um, your digital uh, secure medical record. It has all the information that's being uploaded into it, um, medications, allergies, medical history, and your immunisation record. And the update that's occurred recently to the My Health record means it's going to be easy to, to access, easy to see, and that information about your immunisations is going to be something that you can um, use to help manage your healthcare. And what do I do right now to do that information? Have I got to make sure one thing is in place to get the other thing? No, so it'll do it automatically. But what you need to do is you need to just get access and start controlling your My Health record. The way to do that, just jump onto myhealthrecord.gov.au and then you'll be able to link up your MyGov account and then you'll be, um, you'll be in your My Health record. You'll have access to it. You'll be able to control that information. Immunisation information will be automatically uploaded, but you can also talk to your doctor, your pharmacist, um, about them also making sure that any information that they've got about you is also being added into your My Health record. So your immunisation record from the past will be there and also any future immunisation or any COVID jabs? Yeah, so immunisation that's been in there since the Australian Immunisation Register has been set up, so obviously potentially not information that's you know, from when we were all <laughs> a lot younger. Um, but for, for the, you know, the children that are being immunised nowadays, that's all being automatically uploaded in there. And if you do have um, any information about your immunisations that you want up there that might predate um, you know, the digital world, it can be something that can be added in um, and hunted down by your GP and then added into that My Health record. There were 22.91 million people with My Health record in February 2021, and nearly 90% of those records have some form of data in them, including more than 15 million with their immunisation register. So, look, this is super important. If, if people are now listening to this and saying, oh, you know, is it worth me doing it? You say... I, 100% it is. I, I think that what we need to understand is it might seem a bit odd and a bit daunting to start with, but anything new can seem daunting. The truth is that the information that's in your My Health record can um, be hugely valuable. Uh, it can be used to decide whether you're eligible for your COVID-19 vaccine, but it can also be used in circumstances where um, you know it's, it's extremely important. A visit to an emergency department where they need to know about your medications, your allergies, past medical history... If it's all in one place and it's easy to access, that means that you're going to get the best treatment. It also means it's better for your safety. 
Of course, it is our medical records, and is it safe and secure? Absolutely. So the privacy that's associated with the My Health record is is, is a priority. Um, it's something that is constantly being updated, um, and it has to be in such a way where you can control it. So if your contact details are up to date, it'll mean that you'll also know when any activity goes on in your My Health record, the uploading of any documents or information, you'll be notified. So you're in control of that My Health record once you connect it up to your MyGov account. Fantastic. We're talking with Dr Andrew Rochford and uh, on behalf of the Australian Digital Health Agency, finding out about your immunisation uh, past, maybe not the distance, distance past particularly, because you, when you say young, Andrew, um, that's not so far back. But when I talk young, I'm talking about uh, lining up to get my polio shot for goodness sake, at the Bankstown Town Hall. Yeah, things have changed. Time has changed a little yes. bit. Um, you know, we're, we're, polio is not something that a lot of people know about in the, in the modern era, which is, which is an, obviously a huge credit to how good we are at, um, at getting our vaccinations done. And I think that that's the same when it comes to COVID-19. If we can apply the same, you know, community-based spirit, it's, it's not so much about it, you know, protecting yourself as much as it is about protecting others. Yeah, I was going to talk to you about uh, COVID-19 and, and the vaccination and that. And look, there's been, I have some friends who I was only having coffee with the other day and they were saying they're not going to get it because they're, they're not confident in, in the vaccine. You know, they, they, they've heard of side effects and all of that. What do you say to the people who doubt the vaccine? I guess that, you know, what we need to do is make sure they're getting the right information. And if you're making a significant decision, such as not getting the vaccine, yeah, I think you need to make sure you've got the best information before you make that decision. I think what you've got to understand is people's concerns a lot of the time about, you know, the effectiveness and the safety of these vaccines is to do with the timeline. You've got to also understand that the timeline for any vaccine to be, you know, deemed effective and safe and put into the community is based on resources. How much money is invested into the research and the people that are able to do the testing to make sure that it's put into the population? When it comes to the COVID-19 vaccine, never before has been so much money invested into making sure that we get safe, effective vaccines, which means there's just more resources. And with more resources, you can shorten the timeline when it comes to making sure that you can get it into the community. And I guess the other thing is understanding that everything in life has some um, side effects. So there is no vaccine that doesn't have side effects associated with it, but it's about risk versus benefit. And the risks of getting COVID-19 or someone you love getting COVID-19 far outweigh the risks associated with getting, um, with getting the vaccine. And the benefits of protecting each other is obviously also some that, that outweighs those risks. Have you heard any conspiracy theories? Because I had one bloke tell me, uh, not a friend, but just an acquaintance, and uh, he was saying that uh, this is a, a world conspiracy uh, dreamt up by Bill Gates. Yeah, and, and I mean, that sounds really, that, that sounds really sound. Um, I'm not sure. <laughs> what, um, you know, I, I just hazard a guess that Bill Gates has probably got better things to do with his time. Um, then try to figure out how to create some kind of global... Um, I, I'm not sure. You look, there's, there's, the, the problem with information, especially with modern-day world, is that everybody you know, has a platform to, to spout their, their conspiracy theories and their information. I, you know, I just try to encourage people to take, um, take the information that you read and that, that you consume you know, seriously, inform yourself, and, and understand that, um, in most circumstances, if it comes from you know, reputable sources, that's the most valuable information.
It's always about making sure you you know the source of your information, not necessarily, uh, you know, some bloke over the back fence. Exactly right. Uh, just uh, finally, uh, what's your thoughts on the, the rollout being a bit slow in certain states? Uh, that's a little bit of a concern. Yeah, look, it's a big logistical challenge, making sure that you can get the vaccines in, get them you know, refrigerated to the right temperatures and then rolled out to the right places so everybody can get the vaccine. It was always going to be expected that it would take time to get into the rhythm of it. Um, I think it's important for us to make, you know, hold responsible the people that are trying to roll this out so that they don't, you know, slow down. But I think we also, as a community, need to understand that this is this is um, a program of the scale that we haven't seen before, and there were always going to be delays. But we need to make sure that we're holding people accountable to try to keep up those timelines because it is so important that we do reach that point where we've got that um, community-based immunity. Dr Andrew Rochford, thanks for your time again. My absolute pleasure. Thanks for having me.